Welcome to Godseeker. This is Elizabeth Fulgaro. The current message, flame. I am not a big fan of either the end of Christmas when festivities stop and beautiful decorations go away, or of the traditional celebration of New Year's in the United States of America. I don't drink alcohol, not on principle, just because there is so little in life I can control, so why risk becoming less in control via alcohol consumption? And, honestly, I would rather consume my calories another way. In addition, especially now as a follower of Christ, I cannot make sense of New Year's resolutions. Why should I wait for New Year's Eve to work on self-improvement or consciously to begin to cultivate new habits? Why wouldn't I do this throughout the year whenever an issue came up? And in terms of goals for a new year, sure, that can be done. But again, for me, in the awareness of how brief this life is and always wanting only what God wants for me, I end up taking my goals to God in prayer constantly throughout the year, listening for his tweaks and updates. Add to this that at heart, I am an introvert, though I like people a lot. Parties and gatherings take a lot of energy. If I want to refresh, I do it alone or with a few people who are close to me. Part of my lifestyle is to get up early. Staying up until midnight steals from me the ability to easily hear Holy Spirit's nudge to get up before the dawn to have my private time with Him, which is my favorite time of day, and from which I get His strength for whatever comes. So, as you can tell, I'm a lot of fun on New Year's Eve, right? Not. Because since childhood I have struggled to relate to the customary New Year's Eve celebration, I asked God what I should do instead. Now let's be very clear. I am not evaluating what others choose to do. I just know on multiple levels the customary manner of celebrating does not suit me. Thus in 1994, the Lord gave me an idea which ended up being told in the short fiction piece, New Year's Light which you can order from my website or listen to on my YouTube channel. It's a really sweet story for New Year's Eve. I hope you will enjoy it. At the end of the story, one of the main characters shares a different sort of New Year's tradition, which I really think the Lord gave me to share with others who might struggle with the end of Christmas too. But it also becomes a focal point for me going into the new year, remembering Christ is always there and our light burning with love and longing to work this love through us for the life of the world, one person at a time. The new tradition which he gave me is pretty simple. Light a candle. Light a candle and put it daily where you can see it. Where I live, January seems like the darkest point in the year. Scientifically, the darkest, longest night is December 21st. However, with Christmas lights traditionally taken down by the end of the first week in January, and the usual and welcome onset of winter storms, where clouds obscure light from the night sky and there is only dark, and the wet ground with no snow to add no cheerful illumination, January and February can seem dark indeed. In the New Year's light tradition introduced to the story by the same name, a candle is lit daily during these times, so you can see it shining in that darkness. 
and it reminds of the nature, promises, and purposes of Jesus Christ, that Son of Man and Son of God, two of his names, who did not stay a baby in the manger, but grew and daily fulfilled God's purposes for him, as we are called to do as well. At the beginning of St. John's Gospel in the New Testament portion of the Bible, he describes Jesus like this. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God himself. He was continually existing in the beginning co-eternally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him, and without him not even one thing was made that has come into being. In him was life, and the power to bestow life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines on in the darkness, and the darkness did not understand it or overpower it or appropriate it or absorb it and is unreceptive to it. There it was, the true light, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light, which coming into the world enlightens everyone. God is the light burning brightly to reveal himself and therewith his true God-designed purpose and way of living for us to the world. Jesus is that light. Remember, this was Jesus' purpose, to show us Father God who is otherwise very present and very real, but very invisible. Jesus showed us practically and tangibly what God looks like and then passed this mission, this job, this assignment onto us. This is what life is about. To be lovers of God, who for love of God love one another, looking to give the other what that one needs. Because we are not God, in our role for him, we are never the actual flame. We are not the light itself. We are holders of the flame. Perhaps we can look at this another way. God is the true flame burning brightly so that people can see him. Turn to him, come to him, receive his healing, and become part of his wounded healer brigade to bring his help to yet others on their march toward their eternal home with him. Our role is to be consumed by him, the wax which is consumed by the flame, to be present to him in a way his spirit is igniting our hearts evermore by increased revelation of his marvelous, unfathomable essence of love. We become inflamed with him, well-lit, lanterns emptied evermore of ourselves as we seek increasingly his will and come to rest trusting in his plans so that wherever we are, we become lit little lanterns or streetlights which illuminate the darkness in that place for others. Lights on the hill, where he is the light and we are the holders because we are beholding him and submitted and trusting. We are walking out his will, never perfectly, as Spirit leads, looking to live like Jesus, thereby the path becoming lit so others can find his way. Do you notice this less rule-based illumination is a love-based one? It is God-love, to be present to him and thus present to them in a different way because we are living in unity with God and thus are filled with his peace. This peace emanates from us, never by our power, we have none, but by his kind provision to us. 
We burn with love for God increasingly as we come to know Him, as we experience what He does in our now, as we seek to listen and follow. His love burns in us, His presence vibrant and revitalizing in our souls, especially when it doesn't make sense. This becomes evident to those around us because it is so different. Sometimes, most so, when we are unaware because we are consumed by our awe of God and focused on a life rhythm of worship, pray, listen, and obey. Holy Spirit, lead us. Listen to the song, All Honor and Glory and Blessing. You can find the song, All Honor and Glory and Blessing, on my YouTube channel, on various streaming services, and always on CD. Let's end with a few scripture, a few verses from St. Matthew's Gospel. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. You are the light of Christ to the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good deeds and moral excellence and recognize and honor and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Thank you for joining in. Godseeker messages are sponsored by Eagles Nest Foundation. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Fulgaro. Remember, I am praying for you and keep seeking God.